Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. The Nightside Project. Finish the day happy, happy with Ethan Millard and Alex Keery on KSL News Radio. All right, this is the Nightside Project. Ethan Millard here with Alex Keery. Thank you so much for jumping in. And we appreciate it. Alex, uh, I found a Christmas gift for you. Oh, that's nice of you. What, uh, what's the occasion? <laughs> it's called a pocket sax. All right, hold Have on. you seen this? This is a family show. What is <laughs> no, this? I'm serious. Hold on, let me see if I... So the, it's about as oh. long as a recorder. Now listen, I've seen these. Now hold on a minute. I've seen these. Do you Have use you? your own mouthpiece, though, from a saxophone? Or does it come with the mouthpiece? Because I've seen these are basically a recorder with a saxophone mouthpiece, right? Yeah, I guess so. That so that's I don't know. You're out of you're they out sound, of my depth. They here. sound terrible, though. They sound exactly like a saxophone. No, they don't. No, 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 Hold no, no, on. no. I'm gonna Look play at, it. No, 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 no. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find a version. Oh, you've got no. Don't play it just like off of the thing. Oh, let me let me find it right here. Uh, I'll race you. No, no, no. I've got the I've got actual videos that will play actual good. Uh, Good quality audio. Okay, this guy is this guy's trying to this guy's going to try to. Oh, I'm Brian Whitman, and I would like to welcome you to <laughs> Hi, the Brian. world of the pocket sax. Gross. Mm. <laughs> Underneath this little cap. This guy looks exactly. By the way, this guy looks exactly like a guy who plays the pocket sax would be, mm-hmm. and who an enthusiast, mm-hmm. a pocket sax enthusiast. Mm-hmm. His name is Maui. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, he is like a beatnik poet guy. How do you bring this up in conversation, though? Hey. Uh, Pocket sax brings itself up because you walk does over. It? Yeah, because what it happens is. It doesn't seem like it. No, 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 it does. You lean over and you're like, hold on, let me grab this. They go, whoa, 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 what do you got going on? You go, oh, this? Pocket sax. <laughs> Boom. And then, <laughs> and what you, like, why are you doing that? And, uh, okay, so this guy, he's just, he just is about to fire it up here. He just put it in his mouth. So, yeah, it has like a, a saxophone mouthpiece, it looks mm-hmm. like. Right out of your pocket. Gross. <laughs> He showed you. Wow. It has a little bit of a clarinet situation going on. Sounds a little bit clarinetish. I like it though. So I can I'll pay for shipping and handling if you send it. This guy's awesome though. Well, I guess he showed you, didn't he, Alex? Yeah, I'm not messing around. He also has like reverb on it. And he's got I mean he's cheating because he's actually good. People are like, hey, man, have you ever seen those things where they go, have you ever seen those things where they go, oh, look, you too can learn how to play the guitar. And then they get this guy and he's like, uh, plays like Spanish sax or plays like Spanish guitar, like amazing. And he goes, I just did this with, and this guitar is 1999. You go, no, come on. Like, it's because he's amazing. Not because like that guy's amazing. Maui, the beatnik, uh, you know, pocket sax guy is awesome. That's a that's an amazing gift. I'm going to be honest. I, that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, so you know what I'm doing this year? What's that? The saxophone's back out. Uh, this is the time of year it makes the most appearances in my house. Yeah, because you got to play the Christmas carols. What's your favorite Christmas carol to sing uh, or to play? Oh, to on play the, on the saxophone? Uh, yeah, Christmas song, bro. Do you play, the, Do you sing along? Do you sing? You can't along really you sing while you're playing, dude. 
Mm. <laughs> what are you, an insane person? I can play it. I see. When I play the guitar, I sing along. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's I'm like gonna work on that this year. One. I'm gonna play. <laughs> Some people play the piano and they sing at the same time. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm I just haven't you should developed think about that it. yet. I'm saying I think your kids would enjoy it. Well, I I uh, I do the Christmas I do the Christmas song, chestnuts roasting on the open fire. Oh, play it with sax. Yeah. You know what I've I mean? I've heard you play that before. You played yes. that. Uh, you played that once on uh, Nightside. Uh, yes, on the Festival yeah. of Carols. I'm a big. Uh, I I see three ships. Isn't that one? Isn't that one yeah. another one? Uh, I see three ships and yes. sailing. It, I can do. I don't know. I don't know what that has to do with Christmas, but three ships and hits it yeah, in the morning. I play it. Um, they and, opened uh, up the cannon fire and something, something. What else do they? What else do the? Uh, I'm trying to think. What else do I do? I do all sorts of stuff. I do a lot of. Uh, I do a lot of uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. You know, kind mm-hmm. of tunage. So, yeah, the anyway. um, Dave Brubeck. No, but what I'm doing is uh, no, it's a, uh, it's uh, what's his name? Uh, Dave Brubeck. No, it's Vince Guaraldi. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the trio. Yeah. I'm glad we're doing this. No, but what I was saying was, uh, I put on the Santa hair mm-hmm. and the and the Santa beard. Mm-hmm. Stand out in the cul-de-sac. Oh yeah, you should. People would love that. They do love it. Yeah, to the oh, tune of four hundred nineteen dollars so far this year. I'm sorry. It's what? Yeah, no, I've been putting uh, the the sack case out. out. Oh yeah. What does your wife think of that? She probably loves it. Oh, she's water nineteen in front of your house. She's the one who puts the advertising out. <laughs> she's the one who parks the car and redirects traffic into our cul-de-sac, bro. Bring cash. Bring cash. <laughs> Could you imagine if I did that? If I just stood by myself in a pretty this thing does not travel. By the way, the the I mean the, the, this uh there's not a lot of like there's not a lot of people that drive up and down the road. Right. And certainly in this cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. So it'd basically be like five people. Our neighbor's kid this year had like a store that they put in front of their house, but they're the last house on the cul-de-sac. Nobody comes into it. Yeah. So he'd sit out there in this store every Monday, Wednesday, Friday for like three hours in the dead heat. Is yeah. that Jack or Judy? Uh, it's both. There's a, an assassin has arrived at our house. Yeah, obviously. So it's so. fine. Anyway, what I'm saying is is – I'm basically doing what this kid is doing. I'm just looking for attention mm-hmm. and then hoping somebody will drop some money in the old hat. Hey, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe I'll swing by and, and check out the show. Yeah. But yeah. you don't sing along. See, that's what uh, yeah. you're making a mistake. Yeah, and it gets pretty cold. I've made it through about a half a song, and then I run back inside. Can I share with you a new Christmas tradition that I've uh, started this year? Absolutely. So this has, been a, this has been a season or a time, a series of years of new traditions for our yeah. family. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. this is for our second year in a row we've harvested our own tree. Oh, from the wild. From where? Daniel's Summit. Oh, that's a that's quite the hike, dude. Yeah, well, I didn't walk there. Well, no, I know, but I'm. Did you drive? Did you do what you hate the most? And you drove a beam, 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 beam. No, 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 no. no. It was just it was just in a in a pickup okay. truck, and it well, was just ask, on. There's not a ton of snow up there. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Did you do the manly thing and actually use an axe or just no. a handsaw? No, no, no. You I used actually a chainsaw? used chainsaw. I actually used a battery powered chainsaw. Oh, that battery I rented powered. From Home Depot. So about halfway through, it didn't work anymore, and then <laughs> no, you, uh... it ran great. Oh, but I mean, you. I don't know how you think, how big do you think these trees are? Because we've got eight foot ceilings, right? So uh, if <laughs> you you're getting get a tree a five in the and wild, a half foot tree, yeah. If you're getting a tree in the wild, people don't realize this, but when you buy a tree off the lot, the, that tree is. Old, kind of old, yeah, yeah. Because they grow it out and they trim it back and grow it out and trim it back, so they get you got a nice full tree. If you're doing this in the wild, if you want a tree that's going to fit in an eight foot room, guess what? You're getting a brand spanking new tree that only has like a dozen branches on it. Well, and, and so it, yeah, you yeah. cut that thing down. And you don't need the chainsaw. The chainsaw is just for a little bit of fun. So what is it pinned into then? 
What do you mean, what do you mean pinned in? It's like, oh, does it have a, a sta- I've got yeah, a Christmas a stand? tree stand. Okay. And what I did is I chopped off, so I cut it a little long, right? Several inches long. Go. And so what I did then is I chopped off it pieces. So when I made that final cut before I put it in water, I chopped off mm-hmm. some larger pieces okay. that I stuck in, in the stand to brace it. Yeah. Because the screws in the stand don't come anywhere close to the to the tree. To well, the, that's really cool. Don't you have to pay? You have to pay twenty five dollars to the abominable snowman or something like that. How's that yeah, work? Yeah, the U.S. Forest you Service. Put, uh, you put yeah, a twenty dollar bill on the stump that you like. But uh, it's it's been a fun. It's been a really fun tradition. And you know, we drove a truck. Uh, we got it. It wasn't far off the dirt road, um, so we were within a couple hundred yards. We drove to within a couple hundred yards. Did you it, end so. up getting a new truck? Nope. Okay. I did not. So, nope. so that's solved. <laughs> Everybody jam in the car and no 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 I borrowed a truck oh you borrowed a truck all right all right yeah right. I borrowed a truck okay so that's a so that's been a fun tradition this is our second year doing that very and, cool um, and you Just know what I right, did you're right in the wheelhouse of uh, amazing traditions when your kids are in their mid teens no it's perfect yeah I nailed it well <laughs> well listen we bought never. the we bought the fake one this year so that's where we're at oh um, yeah you know what? fake we ones finally are nice we for finally a went of to the fake one we've done real trees every year but you know what happened. Costco used to be forty four ninety nine, right? Mm-hmm. For a perfect tree, for a perfect eight foot tree from Oregon, you know? Yeah. And every year it's just amazing. Smells amazing, perfect eight foot tree, amazing. Uh we have two things happen. We have taller ceilings now and mm-hmm. Costco's trees, over the years we've seen them go up. It was like forty four ninety nine the first year. It was like fifty one the year after that. Then it was like like two years ago it was like seventy nine and I was like, boo. And last year it was $93. And I was like, no, thank you. But we did it anyway because we were, we were, uh, had nothing to do. It's $93 and an environmentalist stares at you through the window on, while you put but it But hold on. It gets worse. It's 119 this year. Mm. They just keep going up. It's, I mean, that's that's more than doubled in the time just in the last like seven or eight years. Yeah. And so we were like, whatever. We're just going to go fake so that we can have a taller one. And it's pre-lit. I don't have to do anything. See, that's what you want. If you're going to get a fake tree, get the pre-lit tree. Yes. Um, because it's actually really difficult to light a fake tree because those are little metal pieces. And, and Yes. So it's all, and it all really works. And then, anyway, Costco does a good job. Uh, uh, so, it's, uh, so this has been a really fun tradition, and we've liked it quite a bit. And you're right. Nice. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a little bit late coming, but I started a new tradition this year. And this one was off the cuff. This one was just like on a whim. I started it at a store. The kids start decorating, and then you bust out, boom, pocket sacks. No, I actually leave. <laughs> oh. No, the, uh, so I was at a store, and, I got a, and I, got, I got a gingerbread house kit. Okay. We've done it, yes. And then um, I was at a, another store, and they had another kit. And I was like, oh, this one's different. 
So I got it. And then I determined, you know what? This year I'm going to get, I'm going to buy every gingerbread house kit that I Amazing. see. As long as it's yes. different. Uh-huh. And I've got probably six. So you're, and so they're all decorated at the house no, now? No, not yet. We got to oh. do them. I think we're going to do them this weekend. Well, here's what you do. Are you going to do a contest? No. That's what you got to do. You think so? Yeah, because your kids Pit are like, children against your kids are, ma- yes, your kids are massively creative. Your kids are massively creative. Yeah, they're, you'd be, they're, you'd be yeah. doing yourself a disservice if you didn't put yourself. You make the traditional one so that you guys don't look like total insane people, and then uh, let your kids do ones that, that that later you'll take pictures of them and go, "Oh boy, we were worried about you back then." Go. So it's like evidence for the therapist. Yeah, where they go. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of, yeah, the picture of like the the butterflies that are different directions. They go, mm-hmm. or they just show the Christmas. Things that your kids make, and then then they know yeah. this is where the problems hit because dad uh, murdered trees by his own <laughs> hand, and then he made us, and then he made us make these gingerbread houses together. I think it, I think it'll be fun. Uh, I'm still on the lookout. I'll get more. I, I don't care. I'll get as many as I can find. And combine uh, them. You just put all the pieces in the middle and go. Okay, you have you have ten minutes to make a tree. Well, you know, or, what I, I mean, was a, a house. I was thinking, and and this is what I need to do is I need to go, and you know where a good place to do this is Winco because Window has the bulk foods, and just get so much that every inch of that stuff could be covered in candy if if we wanted. Because one of the problems with the kits is they all kind of come with the same candy. Yeah, quite and enough. I'll tell you too, I'm I'm kind of an expert at these kits too. Uh, the frosting for the like the the frosting to, that you have to use to pipe on is like the. It's gluey and it's kind of gross, uh, but it but you have to be careful because the bags always split at the seams because you're always squeezing pretty hard. Yeah, the bag will always split at the seams. I would suggest um, getting some of your own piping stuff together. Maybe having Emily make some uh, extra of the of the white frosting so that you don't just like rely on the the store kit only. You know what I want to do? I want one of the M and M's. Here's my vision, okay? And I see it. I see it in my mind as I close my eyes. <laughs> It's one of the one of the uh, gingerbread houses, the biggest yes, one. Yes, covered completely, head to toe, not a single portion not covered by red by and frost M and M's. Oh yes, no, that's a really good. That's a good thought, right? Um, have you thought maybe of? Uh, oh, you got to get. And th- the other thing is, is the candy on these things are garbage usually. Yeah, not but my great. kids still pick them off, and so of I'll tell you I if you too, can so. if you can incorporate like real mainstream candy in there, some lemon heads, some. Uh, uh, um, I'm trying to think what would be uh, Reese's some pieces. Reese's peanut butter cup trees. You know what I'm talking about? Get mm-hmm. those involved somehow. Uh, but that's what I'm. But that's a. That, you know what I was thinking? What? Um, doing like boards using Kit Kat. Oh, see, amazing! Or like fencing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. See that this totally makes sense, and you're yeah. you're doing this the right way. Yeah, uh, it's gonna it, be fun. I just imagine you guys doing this and I, and your oldest kids hating it and hating you. And that's the part that I really am like. Yeah. This is that's where you start really feeling like this. The real spirit of Christmas. People ignoring each other and barely wanting to be involved. Yeah. When your kids are double dog daring you to keep going with these family <laughs> I traditions. Know. Oh, my gosh. Can I say something? Yeah. The stupid elf showed up at our house again. Okay. You, you're the boss of your house. I know. Alex, and I don't know listen, why you do this. Listen. Listen to me. I tried to really, I couldn't like just throw it straight away when we moved. Mm-hmm. I hate the elf so much. I hate the elf so much. And yet today my wife did this whole, we keep, he keeps not showing up and the kids are like, what's going on? 
Our oldest is like going, oh, yeah, that's fun, and he's out, he's over it. Yeah. But the other ones are like, they told their friends that the elf showed up, and I was like, you guys are embarrassing yourselves. <laughs> and and like, and I even put on the thing, I was like, hey, there's some old guy living at your old house. <laughs> it's the guy who rents from us. I was like, yeah, he got quite the scare when I was in his room this morning <laughs> because I wrote a letter from him. <laughs> anyway, it was very traumatic for our kids, but he showed up today. And now it's going to be a full... I tried to hold off as many days as possible, but we're. it's going to be a few weeks of uh, me forgetting to hide it and then having to explain why he's in the same spot one day that he was the next. So there you go. Well, it's because he's got COVID. It's, it's obvious, Alex. <laughs> he's got he's, COVID. He's got to see where he's oh, got COVID. He doesn't move around. This right is now. his quarantine. Don't touch him. Don't mm-hmm. touch him. Yeah, that's right. He's in quarantine on this uh, side of the house. I'm not going to leave this side a, of the house for a while. I missed an opportunity. I'm going to put a mask on him. Look, the quarantine's 10 days. Okay? So if he stays in quarantine for 10 days each, you only have to move him twice. Twice. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm putting a mask on him, and I go, and his note's going to be like, Santa says I got to wear this, and I'm quarantined for 10 days. <laughs> I can't leave this room. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. There there you go. We saved Christmas. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I've got a Zen headline. You want to do a Zen oh, headline? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, let me get the real music here. Let's see if I can get the real music. Make sure we go. Here we go. Go ahead. Okay. It's a great Zen headline. I'm sure it is. And uh, <laughs> so everyone's sorry. Right. I'm chuckling because every once in a while someone sends me one that's only, only... What's the word I'm looking for? Moderately appropriate. Oh yeah, yeah. By which I mean to say inappropriate. Well, this is a this is a podcast. It's a family show, but it's also a podcast. You know. Yeah. So there you go. All right, Alex. This is in Brookville. Uh, a FedEx driver in Brookville. Where's Brookville? Hold on a second here. I got. Yeah. I got to hold there's, on. And there's gotta, probably about fifty of them, so you got to make sure you get it the right one. <laughs> I can't figure it out. Where's... Oh, it's Virginia. Okay. Brookville, Virginia. Got it. A FedEx uh, driver driving through making his deliveries. Watched a young boy shooting for weeks at a rusty bent outdoor basketball rim. So she thought, you know what? I'm going to do something a little nice for Christmas. She went out. She bought and delivered to his home a brand new outdoor uh, basketball hoop and basketball and left a little note. And it's one of those FedEx we missed you tags. You know those little oh when yeah, they, yeah when they don't yep. when they don't find yeah, you they, they just do uh, missed a, you yes it's one of those but it says just wanted you and your son to have the best hoop that'll grow with him and all his friends. It's wonderful that you guys shoot hoops with him. So she saw the family out there shooting. That's hoops. awesome. Isn't that cool? Holy cow! So where's the inappropriate part? Somebody get murdered? No, that was, I skipped that oh. one. <laughs> I was waiting the whole time for something inappropriate. I'm all this is a pretty good story, but Ethan, when does uh, when does somebody take their shirt off or what? I don't know what you're talking. I didn't know where this is going. <laughs> and you're like at, at that point, uh, the man revealed that this was not actually his family; it was his second family. His wife didn't know about it till then, mm-hmm. and now they're divorced. So no, the parents came out and they said, "Why did you do this? <laughs> yeah. Our son died ten years ago." <laughs> It's and the then they ghost. went to the and then they went to the cemetery and there was the basketball. <laughs> I hate you so much and I love it all at the same time. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, how did you? But well, I've seen you playing basketball here with him. Well, we play basketball with him and and I do it because I love. I think about him so much. But no, you're playing one on one with him. 
Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> my heavens, that actually made my day. <laughs> news and headline. There you go. <laughs> yep. News All right. and headline slash new ghost story. Millard, good job. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a great time watching uh, BYU play. Uh, What'd you call them? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, Carolina Beach College. <laughs> Carolina, Carolina Beach, Beach College. College. Uh, I hate that you're uh, that you're trying to take away from my Cougs, man. That's your team. <laughs> I'm now. not taking away. That's anything. your team now, bro. The, the I'm not taking away anything. The college football committee is doing plenty of that. Oh yeah, I agree. So they don't need. Me. I love that you're involved in it. All right. Ethan Miller and Alex will be back again for more of this next week and uh, keep downloading the podcast. We'll keep uh, uh, throwing out some of these episodes every week. So uh, until then, we'll see you then, everybody. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.